I'm not going to preach today. Jesus preached his own sermon today. But I want you to sit for two minutes if you can. Just sit for two minutes because the Lord quickened something to me this morning. The Lord quickened something to me this morning. And we're going to, I'm going to give you this and, and, in, and in just a few minutes, I'm going to give you an opportunity to give and we're going home. You say, Pastor, you serious we're going home? Well, why wouldn't we? People have been saved and healed. It's a good time to thank God all the way out the door. Say amen, somebody. Young preachers, let me help you make, not make a mistake I used to make. I used to think I had to do something else. When God does it, let him do it. And when he's through, thank him and go home. And come back next Sunday and get it all over again. Say amen. This morning in prayer, the Lord quickened something. Actually, it was yesterday in prayer. The Lord quickened something to me. And I didn't know it was going to go like this today. I, I'm going to preach the last message on joy next week. And you need to be prepared for it. Maybe that's why God didn't want me to preach it because you need I'm going to step over her. Let her get whatever she's getting. I wish some of y'all were getting what she's getting right now. Why these people fall in the floor? Very simple. They can't stand up. If the power of God ever invades your body, you might fall down in the floor too. So wonder we don't explode. Yesterday in prayer, the Lord quickened this verse to me, and I heard the Lord say these words to me. Kevin, pay attention to what you're paying attention to. And I said, what? And he said it to me again. First of all, before I give this thing, all y'all look so amazing on this front second row. Can we tell our redemption school of ministry. We love them. Come on. They start school this week. How many are going to pray for them? Rick Smith is their theology professor. You better pray for them. Love you all. I'm excited about this year. It's going to be a good year. God's going to do some amazing things in your life. Amen? Ecclesiastes 11 the Lord said to me, Kevin, pay attention to what you're paying attention to. And I'll just be real honest with you. I was praying for me and my wife and my family, and I was praying for you and your family. And you may not know this, but I pray for you every week that God would bless you all financially. Why would I pray for God to bless you financially? Because as he blesses you financially, you bless the kingdom. I'm thankful that my salvation is not just a get out of hell free card. But salvation from Jesus is all encompassing. Can I have a witness? He don't just save you from hell, but he transforms your whole life. And he'll bless you. The Bible said he told Abraham... I'm going to bless you, watch, and make you a blessing. This is just a five-minute homily. Don't get nervous. 
I'm going to bless you and make you a blessing. And those who bless you, I'll bless. And those who curse you will be cursed. Now you say, Pastor, that's Abraham, that's not me. And I would agree, you're not Abraham, and I'm not either. But I'm the seed, and you are the seed of, come on, talk to me, Abraham. And everything God promised Abraham in what we call the Abrahamic covenant was fulfilled and even greater than fulfilled. It went beyond the blessing God put on Abraham's life when Jesus came and established his own covenant of grace. There is no covenant in the Bible that offers you more than the covenant you have with Jesus Christ. So when God made a covenant with Moses and God made a covenant with Abraham, nothing God made in the covenant with Moses or Abraham is greater than what you receive in the covenant you have when you trusted Jesus as Lord. Because the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, he is so much better than Moses. He's even greater than Abraham. So there's nothing that you and I could ever find anywhere else in any other covenant greater than what we have received in the covenant we have with Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. So I pray for you weekly. God bless our people. Bless them spiritually with every spiritual blessing. Bless them physically with strength and well-being and wholeness and strength in their bodies. Bless them domestically so that they have good relationships. Bless them occupationally so that they have good jobs. Bless them mentally so they don't lose their mind. Y'all need to say amen on that one. And then I say, Lord, bless them financially. Because when their needs are met, and they're blessed, they'll bless your kingdom. If you don't want to be blessed, you better leave this church. Because you keep sitting here long enough and stuff going to start happening and the only thing you're going to be able to do is say, honey, I can't explain this. We had more money left over this month than we were supposed to have. Where did it come from? Goodness and mercy. Follow me all the days of my life. I shall dwell in the house. Come on, how many believe God can bless you beyond the budget? Jesus. So I pray for you every week. Those prayers are how I pray for you as the people of God. That God has assigned me as a shepherd to watch over. And I was praying for your family and for my family yesterday. For finance, I got to the part about Lord bless them financially and the Lord said pay attention to what you're paying attention to. I said what does that mean? And he took me to this scripture. Thank you Jesus. She's so lost right now in the Lord. The Lord took me to Ecclesiastes. Listen to this. Chapter 4. Chapter 11 verse 4. He or she who observes the wind will not sow. And he who regards the clouds will not reap. 
or she who regards the wind, say the wind, will not sow. And I felt like the Lord began to open my understanding and show me that in this season we're living in, many people in the kingdom have started looking at the storms. And when you look at the storms, you don't engage in sowing. You keep it for fear that you'll need it because there's a storm. But I want to remind you that seed will never be your answer. Seed in the ground is how you connect to the harvest that belongs to you. And if you pay attention to the wind, you'll stop sowing. Jesus. And I want to encourage you today. First of all, I want to let you know I ain't the only one. You ain't the only one, but all of us can give witness to this. There's some winds blowing around us. And if you pay attention to what's happening in this world, you will not operate by the economy of heaven. Heaven's economy does not operate on buying and selling. Heaven's economy operates on sowing and reaping. Come on, if your neighbor ain't talking, sit beside another neighbor next Sunday. You got to pass this test if you're ever going to be blessed. Heaven does not operate on the principle of buying and selling. It operates on the principle of sowing and reaping. This does not make sense in the natural mind. But the Spirit of God is bringing the saints into a place of maturity. And maturity produces in us an understanding of operation where we don't look at the wind or the clouds to determine if we're going to sow or reap because the earth does not dictate let me say it this way the world and its system Jesus doesn't dictate the kind of blessing you and I will operate and live in Oh, y'all better say something because this will move from a devotion real quick into a sermon. It's approaching that place already. There are too many people in this room and watching me online who think that the world gets to decide what kind of life you're going to live. Anybody in here ever been broke? Don't lie, you'll go to hell. Anybody in here raised broke? Give me three more minutes, I'm going to be out of your hair. Weave, extensions, whatever you got, come on. Why aren't you still broke? I'm going to tell you one reason, because you learned the value of hard work. Because if you've got... If you got increase on your life, you understand the value of hard work. Say amen, somebody. But more than hard work, you're not broke anymore because someone came in 
to your life and broke off of you a mentality and a cycle of defeat and lack. Are you preaching a, a prosperity gospel? No, I'm preaching the gospel. And the gospel is not just about your body healed and your sins forgiven. Your Bible says that the gospel is good news for the poor. <laughs> and the good news for the poor is you don't have to be poor no more. Now, I want to make sure you understand Riches do not mean righteousness. Because how many know some rich people who are broke spiritually? But for all my life, I was raised to believe poverty meant you were righteous. Here's the thing. Paul taught us something in his epistle. He said, I've learned how in plenty or in lack. I've learned how to be grateful in plenty and in lack, in abundance and in having nothing. If you've ever had nothing and served God thankfully when you have nothing, it qualifies you <laughs> it qualifies you to enter into a dimension of provision because if he can trust you to serve him and to come to church when you don't have nothing, then surely when you get something, you will not forget that it was the Lord that did it in your life. And there are some of us watching the storm around us right now. And I'm talking about the social storm, the political storm, the humanity storm. The winds are blowing. Times feel perilous. And if you're not careful, I felt the Lord tell me to pay attention to what you're paying attention to, Kevin. If you're not careful, you and I, we will pay attention to the wind, the gathering of the clouds, and we will change how we operate to accommodate the season we're living in. Y'all don't ever hear me talk like this about money, but this is a perfect Sunday to do it. Thank you. Pay attention to what you're paying attention to. If wind causes you to put seed back in your bag, then clouds will cause you to stay home when it's harvest time. Anybody got some seed in the ground? Then it is not the time for you to be listening to some demonic spirit tell you, we're going to have to wait a year to be blessed. Oh no, my Bible tells me in Genesis 26, Isaac sowed and reaped in the same year that a famine was going on. I told you this last Sunday, let me rewind and tell you one more Sunday. What kind of glory would get if would God get if he had to wait till this mess in this earth ended before he blessed you? Because if God has to wait till the storm passes until he blesses you, then you might think it was the passing of the storm and the recovering of an economy that made the way. But when God blesses you in the middle of the wind and in the middle of the rain and in the middle of the clouds, when he makes you the head instead of the tail and he makes you above and not beneath, when he opens a door in the middle of the mess, you have no choice but to say thank you, God.
And I came today with a thank you, God, in my spirit. Because I'm believing that in the next, how many months we got left, Ryan? Yeah. Four more years, four more months. The last third of this year is going to be a divine reversal and a divine turnaround for the people of God. And I mean in your mind, and I mean in your body, and I mean in your family, and I even mean in your finances. God is going to bless you. How is it going to look, Pastor? Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. If you believe I'm talking to you, give me praise right now. Pay attention to what you are paying attention to. If your eyes are on the storm, you'll put your seed back in your pocket. But if you know seed produces harvest, you don't care about the wind or the rain. You sow in the middle of it and know that God is a God who will bring your seed back and it went out with tears but it's coming back with joy. Ha! I want, yeah, go ahead. Some of y'all want to join her. Religion got you by the, by the tongue but some of you know how to praise God. Some of you know how to praise God. I said, some of you know how to praise God. Oh! Let's just make it a harvest time praise. Come on in here and somebody give God a harvest time praise. If you got seed in the ground, give him a harvest time praise. I declare the next four months you're going to see it come in. Glory! I want every family that receives what I'm talking about to stand up on your feet right now. I don't do this stuff. I appreciate him too. I don't do this kind of stuff unless I know God told me to do it. There are times when God says, I want an offering. And I'm going to give him one this morning. I've already paid my tithes. Some of you are going to pay your tithes right now, but there's some people in here that need to join Devin and I in giving the Lord an offering to say to God, I see the storm, Lord. I feel the wind. I know what kind of climate I'm living in, but I'm going to pay more attention to heaven and the word of the Lord over my life then I'm going to pay attention to the wind and the rain that is surrounding my life. Now, people in this room right now, you know what I'm talking about. We've had more people that have gone through financial storms in the last three months. Obviously, people are losing their job, but it goes beyond loss of job. It goes beyond, to, it goes to unordinary attacks. And it feels like people, so I've got, we got members in our family, they said, Pastor, I don't understand. We, we pay our tithes and we, we're faithful to God and this mess still happened. And I just had to tell them, the devil is going to wish 
He never messed with your family when this gets over. Because I've seen God make the enemy pay it back. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Somebody just claim it. I told you last week about unclaimed funds. I told y'all that story, didn't I? I told it here this week, last week, didn't I? Yeah, unclaimed funds sitting in your bank account. Devin and God, I got a 700. I didn't even tell her. I spent it. But I spent it on her. Girl. 700 plus dollars that was sitting in a bank account in Nashville. My money had my name on it and I didn't even have it because I didn't know it was mine. When I found out it was mine, I had to submit a claim request. I sent them my name and in two weeks they sent me a check over $700. The money had been sitting there since 2008. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. How much is in your account that you hadn't laid claim to? There's some people in here, I'm not just talking about in Nashville, I'm talking about in heaven. How much is in your account that you haven't claimed? I wish somebody would just say today, I'm not just going to heaven, but while I'm on my way, I'm going to be blessed. My kids are going to be blessed. My offspring's going to be blessed. And not only am I going to be blessed, I'm going to be a blessing to the kingdom. Every giver, lift your hands. In the next four months, Lord, in fact, God, some of them, I'm just thinking it's going to start. It's going to just be this overwhelming thing. We're going to hear testimonies of it. I believe it. Testimonies of the faithfulness of God. Testimonies of the release of things that have been held up. Unclaimed resources are coming into your account. And I just want you to lay claim to them today because you believe that the seed you put in the ground is producing. And I know that this is different, but I'm telling you, God told me yesterday in prayer, pay attention to what you're paying attention to. God hasn't changed just because a storm is on the ocean. He's still the God who sees the seed and the God who produces the harvest. I want everyone to get an offering in your hand. If you give online or give by text, you're online watching me right now, I'm not talking about your tithe. Thank God for your tithe. This is what I'm fixing to give God is above and beyond my tithe. What is it for, pastor? It's to declare in the middle of this wind and rain that my house is not connected to this world or its system. My house will be connected to the kingdom of God. God will open doors. God will make a way. God will bless. God will be abundant. If you believe I'm talking right, say amen. Lift your hand up if you're going to give and so right now. Just, I just want to pray a blessing and we're going home in just a moment. You're going to get out of here before 12. That's a miracle too. Only the Lord could save people, heal people, set people free. And the preacher like me get done before noon. That's a miracle. Y'all might even beat the Baptist people to the buffet today. When you get in there, smile and eat a piece of chicken for me. Praise God. How many got joy today? 
Notify your face. Tell your face I got joy. Let's, let's pray. I want everyone to give today. You say, Pastor Kevin, I never tried this. Well, the Bible said try God. See if I will not open the windows of heaven over your life. Business people, if I were you, I'd put seed in the ground right now. Because if anybody needs a business to be blessed, it's the people of God's businesses. And if there's ever a time you needed to be blessed supernaturally by God, it's in the season we're living in. Cheryl, I pray for you that you have more hair to cut than you have time to cut. <laughs> Lord, bless her. Bless her business. I pray right now that everybody that comes in to get a haircut will get saved. <laughs> and they're going to tip well. I pray for all our business men and women, all of our hardworking men and women that work in effect. I pray for all of our college students. I pray for all of our senior citizens living on a fixed income. I pray for all of our high school students and all of our middle school students and all of our toddlers, all of our kids and all of our babies. I pray for everybody in this room, Jesus. Bless our church. Lift your hands and receive it. Father, we're going to release today our tithe and the offering and the offering. And today the offering is going to be sold in a time where the wind is blowing and the clouds are gathering and we know that in this environment that we're living right now, it makes no sense to some to be generous. But today, God, our system is not this world. Our provision and provider is not our boss. Our hope is in the Lord. And I pray for the people of God to be blessed today. Pay attention to what you're paying attention to. You keep watching Fox News and CNN, they'll have you so tore up. You keep listening to the word of the Lord and God will keep you in the field. Yes. Sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping. If you want to be blessed, last time, throw your hands up. Every giver, every gift. You say, Pastor, what if I don't have a dime to give? I'm going to pray a blessing over all those who don't have it but want to. And here's what I'm believing. By the time you get to church next Sunday, if you're truly going to be a sower, he's going to give you an offering by next Sunday. You say, how do you know that? Because my Bible said he gives seed to the sower. He don't give seed to the eater. He gives seed to the sower. If you're going to be a sower, lift your hands. Some of you need a miracle. Some of you need a miracle that you can never buy your way into. But I'm telling you right now, you can release your way into what you need from heaven. And the hands lifted. Jesus bless every family. I pray that people in this room would get so full of expectation for supernatural harvest that they will never in their life again regard the wind or the rain, but they will understand that the economy of heaven will always be in operation no matter what is going. You say, Pastor, put your hand down, let me finish this sermon. You say, Pastor Kevin, is this about dollars? No, this is about provision. Provision looks different than dollar bills. 
it might be dollar bills that God gives you, but if you're a prophet who's hungry, it might mean that he takes a raven and flies into the palace of the king and takes the meat off the plate of the king and takes it to a prophet on the side of a riverbank because, oh, y'all don't hear what I'm telling you. I'm talking about provision. It ain't just dollars. I'm, I'm talking about provision. Needs met. I bless the people of God today as they give. I'm asking you, Lord, to let the seed they sow today regulate the harvest that's coming in the next four months. And may the next four months, somebody receive this, catch the greatest harvest they've ever seen in their business. I pray for every real estate agent who's in this house. I pray you sell more houses in the next four months than more increase, more commissions. Mm. Thank you, God. I'm asking you for your glory, Lord. Pay attention to what you're paying attention to. You ready? Let's give right now. If you want to give online or by text, you can do that. If you want to give at the back door, if you wrote a check, there are boxes. Listen, remember this. We got to go. Where did the announcements go? I'm getting ready to release you. I didn't do first-time guests. How many are first-time guests? We love you. What an honor to have you. Come on, right back there. I see you right over there. We love you. We love you. Come on, RTTN. Help me welcome first-time guests. Let me just give you this one. First of all, it's amazing. People are watching from Las Vegas. Come on, help me say good morning. Las Vegas, Trinidad, Tobago. Y'all not saying good morning. Tell them good morning. Pakistan, Kentucky, Ohio, Missouri, North Carolina, South Carolina, Colorado, Alabama, Romania. God is watching and people are watching in Alabama. How many know there is a God if people are watching in Alabama? If you're an Alabama fan, we're still praying for you. Listen. I want you to prepare your heart as you give to go, as you go to give. Don't forget, last, last one. Pastor, you're all over the place. I'm so full of joy this morning. Next Sunday, both campuses will begin preparing for our Christmas Great Star Express. And if you want to be a part of the worship and the presentation of the gospel through a Christmas program, it's amazing. And we always want to make sure we invite the whole family to be a part. Athens, Pastor Chris, I love you. I have no clue what's happening up in Athens because this ain't what we usually do. But the Lord's moving in Athens somehow. Praise God. How many love each other? I said, how many love each other? I want you to give generously on your way out. You can give at the back door. There are boxes. You can give online or by text. Listen, one more week with no Wednesday. The following week we will be resuming Wednesday night church. How many are excited about that? So there'll be one more week with no Wednesday. This week, no Wednesday, but the following week we'll restart Wednesday night. I want you to be blessed. Father, bless them as they go. May we pay attention to the goodness of God rather than the wind and the rain. In Jesus' name, I love you. Go in the peace of God. Have a blessed week.